What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. It's Monday. You know what that means. I am fired up to be back doing this show, having conversations, re-engaging with all of you around topics that aren't fluff, stuff that really matters. And I had this idea, okay? So I came back and I was thinking, I was like, all right, what are we going to do for the foreseeable future on the Monday episode of the 3C Podcast? And I was thinking about it. I started writing and man, I got reinvigorated from writing. And I said, you know what? We have not even scratched the surface on the Modern Day Marketer. I know we said we were going to do a little mini series, which we did. Go check out uh, the last four episodes. And the episode last week, we had a little roundup on the traits that make up the Modern Day Marketer. What we are going to do is we're going to break down those traits and dive into some conversations around them because I think it's really, really important And the modern day marketer is the hero in the story that we're trying to tell at the juice. So I feel like talking to you all about the process might be helpful. So I bring back Jonathan on today's conversation and we are talking about transparency. Transparency is something that I have noticed from all the modern day marketers that I'm interacting with. And I think it's a topic that's really important and we're bringing it to you. So hopefully this gets you thinking around how you can be more transparent in the way you go to market in your marketing efforts or give you a little inspiration along the way. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Tell a damn friend about the 3C podcast. Sign up for the Juice, the Juice HQ dot com become a member enjoy your frictionless content experience today and one more plug while you're at it it's in the show notes this is a new one go drop your email in and sign up for the blend the blend is our weekly newsletter where our team curates our favorite content and sends it back out to you i write a nice little note about some things that are top of mind for me every week people enjoy it i enjoy putting it together so go do it but enough from me for now let's kick it to the conversation what is up? Welcome back to the show. I am back from paternity leave. I'm here. I'm excited to be back in the mix, writing, digging out of my inbox, trying to figure out all the priorities that I put on pause. And I was trying to figure out, you know, what what do we want to talk about on the podcast? And I think we had this mini series going where we did four episodes. Then when I came back from paternity leave, I dropped a article about the 12 traits of the modern day marketer. And so we've covered a quarter of those on the pod. And I figured, you know what, like we got to show some love for some of these other traits because I think they're very important. So over the course of the next, I think several weeks, I'm want to bring that back up because the modern day marketer is the hero in the story that we're telling. And I think it's important and we've gotten some good traction in talking about the modern day marketer. So what better place to do it than Mondays on the 3C podcast. So I've got my co-pilot with me, Jonathan. How are you? You ready to talk some modern day marketer topics? I am. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm excited to kind of hit all 12 of these. It's a it's good reinforcement internally as well as externally. So I'm enjoying this exercise and excited to continue it. Awesome. So the topic at hand today is transparency. I think through my conversations over this year with other marketers, um, and I guess maybe I'll take a step back. So the traits of the modern day marketer, you can go to the juicehq.com, you can go to the juice, you can go check out the article there. But really the catalyst of 
the exercise of why I spelled those out was I'm working with another team in the design phase and I needed to get them up to speed on what the modern day marketer is and what they rep, what they represented. So I took a step back and said, okay, over the last year and the hundred of conversations I've had and the, you know, 50 plus recordings and all the articles, like what are the things that encompass the modern day marketer? So I took a step back, jotted all of those down. We've talked about a few and today's topic is transparency. And I think this is something that I'd love to get into Jonathan, uh, just from the jump and just how you maybe thought about it from designing the juice and what we're doing and what we represent and how we go to market. I I've talked with just, it seems like every modern marketer that I classify modern day marketer that I'm collaborating with and creating content. There's just this era of, I'm just going to tell everyone what I'm working on, what I'm doing. I don't want to like hide anything from anyone. And I know like when I joined the team, you had this, you know, idea that, Hey, we should, you know, there's this build and public thing going on. I think it's really cool. So maybe like just in terms of transparency, like this building in public concept, what struck you about that is you started building the juice prior to the name of the juice and prior to any of us being here. I'm very fortunate that I think this trait may may be fortunate, maybe unfortunate. I'm not sure, but this trait to me comes very natural personally. I'm somebody that just, I don't know. I I've never had too much ego or pride in what I do and always uh, wanted to share and maybe have been, I think sometimes one of my weaknesses is I'm vulnerable to a fault. I don't know if that's the Midwestern humility coming out or um, maybe the way I was raised or just uh, some other psychology at play. But it's something that personally, I've always just been, you know, the more you can share, the better. And as I think a lot of brands do take on the personality of their leadership team, it's something that I think has happened very naturally with the juice as we've been building the business. And then you look into the kind of what's happening in the marketing space. You're, you mentioned the build in public movement. I think that's very timely for us as we're obviously launching the business. And then lastly, we're in the content business, right? So we'd be foolish not to take all of our work and turn it into content itself. Speaking of transparency, my dog is in the background jingling. So if you hear that, uh, apologies, but uh, that's what we're doing here. So I think there's a few things just from culturally at play with the juice and our team. uh, And then also externally what's happening in the market that make transparency a very easy thing for us to act on right now and something to admittedly use to our advantage. Yeah. And I think one of the things that fascinates me the most about this idea of, you know, the modern day marketer leaning into transparency, building businesses around being transparent and authentic is it's not necessarily about the indeliverable, whether it's an event, uh, you know, you're doing a, a webinar, you're, you're creating an ebook writing a blog post, but I think the best marketers that I'm talking with today don't just produce the indeliverable, but they, whether it's Twitter, whether, whether it's their own newsletter, they, they, they break down how they got there and they talk to you about the process that they went through. And from my standpoint, I think that honesty and authenticity builds this layer of trust between 
me and the creator or me in the brand. I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on just that in and of itself, like people talking about, like showing their work, like here's, here's how I did it. Like, do you see the similar, similar things in the market? Like what strikes you about that? Yeah. So I think it's two parts. I think it's one being transparent. And then uh, when others are being transparent, like reciprocating their transparency with your own feedback or input or support, I, I think there's a lot of reciprocation that happens between varying parties that are transparent with each other. But I, you know, there's a lot of cliches about luck, you know, hard or luck is when hard work meets opportunity or all these different things. But I, I do think there's something to be said for the more transparent you are, you increase the surface area for the potential of being lucky. Uh, the more you share, the more likely it is somebody from somewhere will latch on to something and be able to help you out or provide feedback that is valuable. Uh, and so that, that's the way I think about it is just the more we can share, the more likely it is that we get lucky. Right. And that's, I, I don't know that, you know, luck isn't a model to build a business on, but I think being transparent will help with some of the serendipity that sometimes makes or breaks businesses. Right. Uh, you know, you always, you hear all the stories about all these mega companies and there was that lucky break they got early on or that, that customer that saved the day or uh, the product feature that uh, almost broke the business. And it's just like the more I think you can share, the more likely it is that serendipity can happen. So that's, that's the way I kind of think about building in public is we're really just increasing the surface area for our potential to build upon our execution that we're working on, but also increase the surface area for that potential of luck at the end of the day. Yeah. So I think maybe zooming out from that a little bit, maybe part of the reason why more marketers or my more brands aren't showing their work or aren't transparent is because there is this like transactional mindset of like, I do campaign, I generate leads, I pass leads to sales, sales calls leads, we get customer. It's like this linear, like I I work in SaaS. These are the things we do in SaaS, like very robotic approach. And I think this robotic approach to how we do business kind of comes down from layers and it comes down from management and it comes down from the board. And it's like, this is how SaaS has proven out over a long period of time. And I think granted, yes, and many businesses have built, you know, 10 to 100 million to a billion dollar business by doing things the same way. But I think that what, what that doesn't do is it doesn't afford the opportunity to lend in some testing, lend in some new ideas, lend in that like brand element to the way we work that isn't very measurable. So what, what I hear, heard you say is that like, it's a long game. Like we do a bunch of stuff and eventually if we're consistently doing the right stuff and we're being honest and open about it, eventually like it's going to catch the right person's attention and that might lead to a sales conversation or that might lead to a partnership or that might lead to an investor that kind of changes the trajectory of the businesses. Did I hear that right? Did I play that back accurately? You, you absolutely did. But I think there's another piece of that too, that is maybe the the negative consequence of that is it's going to increase your likelihood of good happening, playing the long game, or it's going to accelerate you getting to the right answer that is wrong quicker, right? Like if, you, if you're if you working really dil- diligently on something and maybe not 
being transparent about it. And then, you know, maybe you work on a project six, 12 months or a business, 12 months, two years, and then you decide to share it with the public and it falls flat. It's like, man, what could you have shared previous to that that would have changed the course earlier? So, so I think it just helps you arrive at conclusions faster. It either validates or devalidates what you're working on faster and adds velocity to the business, which for marketing is critical, for entrepreneurship is critical. So I think that's maybe the other element of it is, yes, it increases the likelihood of good luck or serendipity, as we referenced earlier, but it also accelerates the rate at which you can arrive at bad decisions you've made or bad projects you've started, uh, which I think is just as critical. It is. And I think you and I and probably everyone else on the team can raise their hand and say, you know what, there's some not so great stuff we've done in our run here. And but at least we've come to the determination and we've been honest and said, hey, let's not do this again. Let's move on to something else. I think there are probably people out there listening that work and operate in companies of all different sizes and scale. And just from my experience, I would say, okay, yeah, this opportunity to be nimble, try new things and test it out. It's a lot easier in the environment that we work in, the startup space. And I think it might be a lot more difficult where you're working at a hyper growth company or a company that maybe just went public, then that flexibility gets limited a little bit. We all have gone through that throughout our careers. I think what I would say, and I'd love your reaction to this is like, yes, it might be harder to try new things as the, as a company scales and there might be more red tape, but don't discount the ability in your role as the marketer to be that catalyst for change and be the one who starts writing copy that sounds like a human being and not like uh, a robot. Like it, no matter your role, like no matter the company you work for, like you can be honest. And if, if someone is saying, you know what, like that's a little too honest. I think to me, that would be a litmus test of, you know what, like, is this the right company I should be working for? So I'd love your feedback on that. Yeah. I think about uh, the verbal meme of the red flag uh, trend right now. If somebody says, Hey, let's maybe not share that. That's maybe uh, some red flags you can throw on that. But yeah, I, I think like culturally, like all individuals want to find community, want to find like-minded people. So even if you're, you're at a big corporation that maybe you can't share publicly, uh, maybe you're a publicly traded company and legally you can't even share some uh, transparent details of the business. I think sharing the challenges you individually are facing in your role uh, specific to that will help you find other people who are facing those same challenges. Even like I said, if it's not at a corporate level, at a very personal level. And if if your brand doesn't want you to, or if your employer doesn't want you to do that, uh, I think that would be a uh, cultural signal that maybe you're you're not at the right place and maybe find find a place that does value that type of transparency. But it certainly changes as the business grows, as the business scales, we're very transparent at the juice. You know, I share board meeting updates, notes, presentations, fundraising conversations. And that's that all, I think it helps us stay aligned and it helps us all learn faster. Helps me learn. That's the way I learn is by teaching back to others, but there will come a time and place that that has to change likely, but you know, we're always going to err on that side of being overly transparent. And I think until you've got a good reason not to, uh, the benefits far outweigh the negatives. Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for that moment where we have grown as a business to a certain stage and we're sharing updates and financials and team meetings. And we have to tell the team, hey, don't tweet about this. Like, 
uh, I feel like we'll, we'll have made it at that point. Maybe we close out with this. I, uh, I'd love for you to touch on like CEO, company that's growing, transparency is a priority. You mentioned kind of the board meeting updates. You mentioned fundraising updates, all that that you share out with the team. Is there any other ways that you're thinking about or maybe comment on what we're currently doing? Just as a, a benchmark for individuals listening, is there anything we're currently doing or that you, you're thinking uh, uh, that we should be doing to just like lend to some more authenticity and transparency around our business? And I'll just comment real quick. I find that the more we've leaned into this, the quicker we've built trust. And trust is the most important thing, I think, when we're going to market with a new, new product and a whole new team. I have to be honest, I'm very fortunate that I've been able to learn from others on on this topic specifically. We were at Exact Target every Friday. Scott Dorsey sent a Friday note that became famous to all employees when we were a few hundred employees, when we were a thousand plus employees that shared very confidential information and he had the trust of the team that they had built. And so that, that I've seen good transparency. I've been at other companies. Um, where maybe the senior leadership is not as transparent and it certainly slowed our rate of growth and created challenges in the business that didn't need to be challenges. Um, so, so I've learned a lot along the way and I've drawn on some of those experiences from uh, watching Scott Dorsey. Every Friday, we send an update to our board members and the high alpha partners and leadership team. And I include our entire team on that. Good, bad, ugly. The team reads what our partners read, our investors read. And like I said, until there's a reason to not do that, we're going to keep doing that because it just cuts right to the chase, right? You mentioned it helps us move faster, build alignment. People can respond and say, I, you know, give real-time feedback and real-time input as opposed to always having to rely on meetings and such. We're, we're also pretty, um, I think we try to build uh, trust amongst the team to share their wins, but also their losses, the, the challenges we're facing. I think the team does a pretty good job of being transparent. And that's also, I think, a challenge on the leadership team to share their own losses or their own challenges as well. And I think that's the best way to infuse that culture. Um, the last thing I'll say is just on like the board meeting, the fundraising, because you mentioned it again, this is the first time all of us have ever done this. And I think the more we can learn about the experience, the better off we'll all be at the juice. But I mean, on, this isn't the this isn't the last project any of us will ever work on, right? Like, I think I hope that everyone on the team is learning from the Juice experience, and you know, who knows? Maybe someday that'll help them go build something on their own, or go build something even cooler or supportive of the Juice. But uh, at the end of the day, like, we're all humans, and I think learning is a big part of that experience. And uh, for me, especially, I. Uh, I'm learning along the way. And the best way for me to do that is to share it with others and uh, have an awesome team that you can trust in that process. And so far, so good. Awesome stuff. Punchline to this conversation is default to transparency. It's easier that way. I think over the course of a long period of time, the wins stack up more than kind of the transactional uh, doings that we're also used to. At least these are the things that I'm learning every day talking to modern day marketers. And so what we want to do is share some perspective of our own. Jonathan, I'm still playing catch up. I haven't really got to 
um, what we're going to be talking about next week, but it'll be another topic. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want to learn more about the modern day marketer and what we're learning over here and how kind of we're trying to translate that back to what we're doing as a business, tune in next week. Any closing remarks, John? Fittingly, you close out the transparency episode by being transparent and not knowing what's next. Nice work, full circle. Enjoyed the conversation and excited for our next conversation, whatever it may be. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Authenticity, transparency will always reign supreme. It's so inspiring to see so many great marketers that are leaning into that and watching them elevate the brands that they work for. We all have the opportunity to do it. Go sign up for all of our stuff. It's in the show notes. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back on Friday with another conversation on the 3C Podcast. Take care. Make it happen.